Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Thursday for those that are joining us live. Happy whatever day it is week that you join us. Thanks for joining us. Today is a special day in the Jewish calendar. It's called Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day. I want to spend a few minutes on that. We've been talking about time. And so we're going to, I don't want to say we're going to divert a little bit today. But we're going to adapt because um, because we need to because we have to we have to talk a little bit about what the Holocaust means to me and what it means to I think what we're trying to do here on the boost. In fact, I think the boost for those that have been with us and thank you for that is I would say very much influenced by the Holocaust. And I'll explain to you um, my perspective on it. My grandparents are both Holocaust survivors, as many of you may or may not know. Um, My father comes from Syria. My mother comes from Munkac and Romania. So that's a whole conversation to itself. (laughs) But that's, that's... I'm a different story. You know, the, the, the product of Syria and Munkach coming together is a whole, forget it. But let's not, let's not focus on that. My Ashkenazi grandparents are Holocaust survivors. My grandfather survived multiple camps and much worse. He was in Mengele's experiments. I can't even tell you the stories. I'll tell you one just to show you the extent of the psychoness of what he went through. They put him through an experiments once where they covered his body with lice to see if I think the, if I remember, if I, tell me if I'm right, that lice sucks blood. Is that right, Andy? Um, I think well, they basically covered it. Yeah. They covered his body with lice to see how long he would last when all his blood gets sucked out. Can you imagine? crazy stuff survived in a crazy way my grandmother grew up in a small town called Resalvia in Romania was taken to the camps as well nearly died a dozen times somehow managed to be sent to Sweden and was found by her brother crazy stuff my grandmother and grandfather before they were 20 went through the greatest horrors of all time. They had this thing as we got, as they got older, younger, I never heard a word. I never heard a word. As they got older, not much older, I would say into their sixties, they started to talk a lot. And as they got much older, that was it. That became everything. And I grew up with it. I grew up with it. Every day was Holocaust Remembrance Day when I grew up, but not in a not in a depressing way, not in a way that was fearful. It wasn't a "they're coming to get us" mentality. It wasn't even, believe it or not, it wasn't even a "never again" mentality. Of course, there was a "never againness" to everything that we spoke about, but. It wasn't like that. 
it wasn't like that. My grandparents lived down the block. We had dinner in their house all the time. I lived in their house. I never got the messages of fear or anger. I never even got the messages so much. I never even heard Hitler's name mentioned that much. I did hear Nazis a lot. My grandparents were convinced that every time I failed, it was because the person who failed me was a Nazi, for sure. Which as a kid, sort of inures to your benefit when I failed my road test for going the wrong way down a one-way street. My grandfather took me. And when we got home and my grandma said, so, and he looked at her and he said, Rose, he was a Nazi. What? Yeah, I saw him. I saw his eyes. Your grandson did everything right. And he happened to have had a Nazi as a road test instructor. And I was like, I, I, yeah, I think that's probably the right answer. That was, I think every person that came against me, if I, even if he was Jewish, if it just was not, if not, if he was Jewish, anyone else in the world that somehow failed me in anything. That's just the way it was. I, I, I can't describe watching my grandmother give me cookies with the letters on her arms, sitting in my grandfather's upstairs room. As he told me for the, so many times, the last time he saw his mother, I can't describe how many times my grandmother spoke to me about her parents, her sister who died on top of her. The stories of heroism of my grandfather who risked his life to save someone else's life. It, it was beyond. And a lot, of, a lot of what I think has taken place. Now, I find myself to be privileged, to be honest. It was a gift that God gave me. If you are related to Holocaust survivors, I believe you're blessed. I believe that I was blessed by God to give me grandparents that are Holocaust survivors. Because Holocaust survivors teach you something without saying a word. They teach you the lesson of time. They teach you about life. Whatever you're going through in high school, you could be sure it doesn't even get to a bajillionth of what they went through when they were, so to speak, in high school. Whatever's going on in the world, it's like it doesn't even get into the same category. It's not even, even when they tell you stories, it's not even comprehensible. Like if you are not studying the Holocaust or born to people that went, you don't even believe it. It's unbelievable. It's not believable that human beings can do this to other human beings. It's not believable. It's not. It's impossible that a human being could go out and torture. It's impossible. It's not fathomable. In, in the modern world, which is why so many people don't fully understand the Holocaust. But when you, 
when you live with it, something starts to form in your mind, at least in my mind. And that is that the Holocaust survivors are the greatest people that you'll ever meet in your whole life. Like at some point, as I got older, I realized that my grandparents and to be fair, my middle Eastern grandmother, who I knew also had an incredibly difficult life. She did not have it easy at all. It wasn't that she lived in the lap of luxury. She also went through tremendous trials and she was my hero as well. When I would look at my, my Holocaust survivor and grandparents and my other grandmother as well, at some point it would dawn on me that I'm never going to meet anyone greater. Like I'm never in my life going to meet somebody as great as them. And no one will know them because they're just regular people but there's nothing regular about a Holocaust survivor. There's nothing normal about somebody who's just a regular person who survived the Holocaust and managed to rebuild a family and managed to work and smile and sleep and eat. There's nothing regular about that. There's nothing regular about a generation of people that went through the greatest, they went through the gates of destruction, came out and somehow landed on the shores of this country and all the countries around the world and rebuild. They rebuilt stuff. They didn't hide in closets. They rebuilt the Jewish world as we know it today. Look at the state of Israel. So much of the state of Israel was built by the hands of Holocaust survivors. Look at the diaspora communities. These are the greatest people. These are the greatest people. And Holocaust Remembrance Day seems to which is okay because if people don't know the story, we got to tell the story, but I feel like Hitler gets too much exposure. I feel like the Nazis get too much limelight in Holocaust Remembrance Day and what they did to us. And that's okay if you don't know enough because never again is an important expression because yeah, never again. But what I don't want to get lost is the Holocaust survivors. This is their day too. This is a day where we remember all those people that not only perished, but that survived. And that somehow picked themselves up and somehow managed to, to, to move on. I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how I have no idea how my own grandparents did it. 
And I ask them that all the time. And they don't even, they don't, they never explain to me how much strength they needed to muster to become who they were. We need to remember that. We need to remember how powerful we are. We need to remember how strong someone's soul is. We need to remember that if we're given a day, that's the greatest gift in the world. We need to listen to people complain about stupidity and engage in an hour-long conversation about nothing, about being offended about nothing. And it needs to like rub us wrong. Be like, what are you talking? Don't say it. But thinking like, what are you talking about? Do you know how awesome life is? Do you know what a gift health is? Do you know what a gift we have? That we're living in a world that's not the Holocaust? Do you know what a gift we have? Do we get to connect to the world and we get to eat? We get to eat food. We get to live with Hashem's help. Do you know what went on less than a hundred years ago? Do you know how much we have? What are we getting crazy about? What are we getting caught up on? The legacy that we have to embrace in Holocaust Remembrance Day is that we have a responsibility to them. It's not just that we show up and remember the negative and vow never again. Yeah, of course. That's first base. If we don't know the Holocaust happened and we're ready and we don't know never again, like that's A, B, and C. But what this day means to me, what I hope what it means to all of us is that we need to learn from them. We need to take what we are given and become great from it because they were the greatest people we knew. And they, they did everything to give us a greater life. And the greatest gift we can give them is by trying to tap into the strength that they use to survive and to use it for us to build a better world, do good for each other, to be there for each other, to connect deeper to God, to connect deeper to each other. When we, when, we, when we build off the, the incredible buildings that they've built themselves, when we hit a wall and tell ourselves, look at what they were able to do. Maybe if I were able to muster a hundredth of their strength, I could accomplish something too. When we look at this day and we remember that of course we have to respect those that perished, but we also have to honor those that survived because those are the greatest people in the world.
And we have to take the responsibility. We have to take the mantle and make sure that our lives are not just survival. Their lives, they were allowed to survive. And I actually, between me and you, dislike even the term survivor. They called themselves survivors, but they're not survivors, they're heroes. Because to survive the Holocaust, you need to be a hero. To survive the deaths that they experienced, you need to be a hero. They can say they're survivors. We can't call them survivors. My grandparents would always do that. They would always ask, was he a survivor? Did they survive? Because when they went up against the worst tragedy ever, then yeah, that's how they measured themselves. But when we look at them, there's nothing surviving about what they accomplished in life. And if our lives are about surviving, then we failed them. If we look at them and their ability to survive that, and we take the circumstances that is in the world today, and all we manage to do is live We failed them. We have to push ourselves. I'm speaking to myself. I don't touch the, I don't touch the millionth of the fingernail of my grandparents. I can't. But we can. We Holocaust Remembrance Day is not a day where you put our heads down, bow to what happened a long time ago, and then move on with our lives. It's not, it's not fair. It's not right. It's not respectful. Holocaust Remembrance Day is a day that we go through and we hold on to for a whole year. It's like Passover and every other holiday. We don't observe holidays. We tap into holidays. And God reminds us that stuff happened for us to be bigger and better. Think about the strength of a survivor and remind yourself that you've got that inside you too. You've got the strength of a survivor inside you, whether or not it's in your genes physically or in your genes spiritually, it don't matter. You've got it in you too. So do I. We have the strength of a survivor inside us and there's nothing more that they want than for us to use the strength to be greater. There's nothing more than my grandparents wanted than for me to use whatever that they gave me to be greater than them. And greater, I don't mean greater as a person. I mean to have more. And I don't mean have more to have more stuff. That's the way we honor them. We live great lives. We don't allow our insecurities to hold us back. We don't allow our limitations. We stop getting knocked down by the smallest things. And we recognize that we have something really powerful inside us. They survived, but we need to thrive for them. 
Our relationships need to be great. We need to be kind. We need to take care. We need to build. We need to grow. We need to drop the insecurities and the garbage that holds us back. All that stuff. In Yiddish, it's called kleinakite. The kleinakite, the, the smallness that sucks up our days and gives us nothing in return. We need to carry their legacy and make them proud. I think. I think that's what would make my that would make my grandparents proud. I think that's what would make everybody that either perished or survived the Holocaust proud. That this generation that we have never forgets them, but also doesn't put them in a box and victimizes them and those, you know, but sees them for heroes, learns from them and takes strength in them and becomes the people that we're meant to be. Hi. If you know a Holocaust survivor, give him a call today. Tell him you'll never forget them. My grandparents were always worried about that. They were always worried that we'd forget them. If you know a child of Holocaust survivors, maybe call them a well, call them as well. All right. Have an amazing day. Make them proud. Let's keep them in our hearts. Let's make them proud. Many of them, if not most of them, are looking down from, at us from heaven and they're rooting us on. So make them proud. Hi. All right, everybody. Amazing day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.